gone are the days where you can just wing it. I think today, the way the market is, the way the housing market is, the way the expense of just living life is, we have to plan ahead. We just do. Oh, money. Did that word just cause a little bit of stress in your life? It is a reality for many people. It's a stressful point in life, finances. And with things going the way they are right now, fuel prices have increased, grocery prices have increased. With inflation, basically everything increases and it causes some stress and some uncertainty. And how do we figure this out? Well, I went straight to an expert. Lisa Gribba is a mortgage specialist based here in Steinbeck. Went to her to ask for some advice because she shares some great stuff on her website and on social media. It's a stressful thing to be dealing with, but I took so many notes from this conversation with Lisa. She shared some tips and tricks and things she does in her own life to help her structure her finances. Some great ideas ahead for you. Grab a pen and paper, get ready, because Lisa is here to help all of us out. Thank you so much for having me this morning. Everybody is struggling with this right now. Every time, you know, you go to the grocery store or you have to go fuel up your car, you kind of go, ouch. If not, that it's probably a big ouch for some people. The bigger the car, the larger the family, the harder it gets. And so we're feeling the pinch. Totally. Totally. We see it here every day with what we do. Um, it's difficult, right? It's, it's hard for people to plan um, with things that are beyond our control. It, it really is, right? And so we think we've yes. got it under control and then things, you know, go up in price and it's like, hey, what? What can I cut out or what can I do? How can I make more money? Mm-hmm. This is this is the reality for many of us. And I got my pen and paper handy because I'm going to be taking notes because this <laughs> is my this is my reality too, right? Like yes. uh you can be from a double income home and still be going, "What just happened?" Totally. Yeah, you it it's actually quite frustrating for many people, right? Because you know, you kind of are dotting your I's and crossing your T's and trying to financially make the right decisions to get further ahead. And just when you kind of feel that you have things under control, you know, increase in gas prices continue to go up, you know, mortgage rates continue to go up and you feel that you're forced to react. And what does that look like? And how do we plan for that? So, you know, I try really hard to put together, I call them tips and tricks to become debt-free quicker or, um, you know, help my clients obtain, you know, the goals and kind of strive towards perfection, if, if that's how we want to put it. Um, and I feel that when you kind of have your eye on the prize or you um, have a plan in place, these distractions just become kind of outside noise. And mm-hmm. if we put a plan in place and we strategically do this, we can afford for these increases to happen and they don't necessarily affect us in the same way as someone who just kind of flies by the seat of their pants and reacts accordingly. Oh, (laughs) that last sentence just hit me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right. And I think it hits most people, right? Because I think that when you're a single income earning family, which many people are, or whether you're a double income earning family or you have children or we've just come through COVID and, you know, our daycare prices are increasing because, you know, they can't go to school or they can't, mm-hmm. you know, or babysitting costs or whatever the situation may be. Putting together, you know, a, a list and, you know, I have a, 
kind of a floor plan strategy that I um, I do with my clients as far as if I did a boot camp on how to become debt free. And, you know, the four steps that I put into place, it seems to help people. And I think I try to do it in a common sense approach that, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure this out, but sometimes you just need someone to speak English to you so that you understand it mm. and you can put the plan in place and you feel, you know, it, it feels good. It really feels good. I it, That is the thing, right? It's having the plan and even just having that plan mapped out it takes away some of that stress and anxiety that comes with, okay, how am I going to make this work? Having a plan, like even just something on paper, yes. is just so freeing. Yes. Like, and what I would say to my clients is the first thing is your payment structure. Like on all the payments that you make every month, whether it's your cell phone bill, whether it's your, you know, internet, whether it's um, your rent or your mortgage payment, my strategy is I feel everything, whether you're paid on a biweekly basis or a semi-monthly basis or a monthly basis, break it all down into a biweekly format. Because when you do that, it feels like a little bit all the time. And it doesn't feel like a lot of times when people are renting, they do everything on a monthly basis, right? Our, our utility bills come on a monthly basis or rent is monthly, but you're paid biweekly. Well, then your one biweekly check is gobbled up just by bills and you still have to grocery shop and live. So if we now break that everything down into a biweekly format and we go, okay, take your monthly mortgage payment times 12 divided by 26. What does that look like? Take your hydro times 12 divided by 26. Hydro, go on a budget with Manitoba Hydro. You don't have the high bills. You don't have the low bills. You Mm. always have a consistent bill. Take that same bill multiply by 12, divided by 26. Now figure that out. Same thing with your cell phone bill. Same thing with every bill that you do. And then we figure out on a biweekly basis, what does it cost for you to live? So now every check you know on a biweekly basis, this is what it looks like. And I I encourage people to create sub-accounts with the lender that they're at. And on a biweekly basis, you can either get the lender to automatically transfer into these sub-accounts or... You can actually, if you want to do it old school, you can transfer it yourself, which is often what I do because I'm a bit of a control freak in that (laughs) respect. But you can also, like some old school people, what they will often do is they'll actually do it in a cash format. And that's okay too. So now when you go grocery shopping, we look at groceries, we look at fuel, we look at everything and we create a budget. And we want to streamline all your debt. We want to streamline your budget so that every two weeks we can plan accordingly. And we usually beef our budget up a little bit so that we have a surplus in all of these sub-accounts so that when the fuel price goes up, we've kind of budgeted for that. I'm I'm just already going, what? <laughs> Very yes. first step, and I'm going, wow. So just for clarification, I like I do the budget with um, Manitoba Hydro. That's a yes. game changer. I like the consistency. Right. No surprises. There might be a great surprise at the end of the year when they go, hey, you paid too much. But um, but the so I can call Bell MTS and say, hey, I want to go on a biweekly payment. No. Oh, okay. So but you're going to budget on a biweekly basis personally. Okay. But when the bill comes. So what I'm saying is like with Manitoba Hydro, with your like your Internet, your cell phone bills. Those bills all come on a monthly basis. Right. But you yourself need to budget a bi-weekly basis 
so that when those bills come due, the cash is there. Okay. Okay. Yes. Right? Yes. So, I like this. Yeah. So I feel whether you are a person who spends every dollar you have, this is a great plan. Even if you're a person that spends no money, this is still a good plan because the people that financially in life get furthest ahead quickly are the people that save first. Mm. So we wrap your head around that. So now you get paid and you purchase it, like let's say you contribute to RSPs on a biweekly basis or you put money in a TFSA or you, you know, create a budget that you feel is manageable for you that allows you to budget on a biweekly basis for your bills that come monthly, but you're budgeting biweekly, but also allows you to save biweekly. Um, you know, even stuff like if you're a homeowner and you have property taxes that you pay, does your bank or credit union budget them for you? Have you ever checked to see if your lender charges you a fee for service? Many lenders do. So now they're charging you a hundred bucks. to help you budget for your property taxes. Well, $125 today fills up a tank of gas or buys you groceries, whatever. So even there, create a budget for yourself on a biweekly basis to save for your property taxes. Now your property taxes come due, go into the city of Steinbach, go into your RM office, wherever you live. And it's kind of a great feeling because it it, it, cash feels powerful, right? Uh Now you cut a check. Here you go. Here's my annual property taxes. I've paid for them myself. I haven't had to wait for my lender to do that for me. I don't even, that's a good suggestion. I don't even know if my, right? I don't even know if my lender charges me to pay my property taxes. Because it's a question most people don't ask. Right. Because they don't know to ask, right? And that's the thing with a mortgage broker is, I know what questions to ask. This is what I do, right? Yeah. I, I should know what I'm doing and I should know um, how to help people, right? So so payment structures, number one, I tell okay. people, make your life like divide it into a payment structure, into a plan. At, at first, it feels like a bit of a tedious assignment, but I'll tell you that it becomes second nature. I've done it my entire life um, and I just feel it allows you to prepare for unforeseen circumstances coming your way. The other thing would be like streamlining your debt, right? Um, making your payments a biweekly basis. When you're used to a payment, tweak that payment ever so slightly. So any payments that you have, whether it's car loans, mortgages, lines of credits, whatever the situation is, pay a little more than you need to because a little goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And when you're used to the payment, change it again. Because what will happen is that extra money, often these these debts are arranged on a minimum payment requirement. Well, the extra $25 you put on there biweekly, you know, get that changed permanently. So that's not another step in your books, but that it gets changed permanently. That extra 25 bucks goes towards your principal on that debt. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, it, again, a little goes a long way. Wow. A bit of a hidden secret that most people don't know is when we talk about, you know, a biweekly payment or an accelerated biweekly payment. And most of our lenders don't even offer an accelerated biweekly payment option. But the difference between a biweekly payment is it's it's an equal conversion of what that monthly payment would be, right? We would look at the monthly payment, we'd multiply by 12, divided by 26, an accelerated 
um, biweekly payment is actually it's actually a semi-monthly payment. What they do is they take the monthly payment divided by two, but they say instead of making 24 payments like a semi-monthly payment would be, right. let's do 26 in a year. Okay. So two months, you have three payments. Right. Well, does that ever make a difference? And on some of the, like, you know, I, that's the, probably one of my favorite parts of my job is to look at building scenarios, right? Telling a client, this is your scenario today. This is what it looks like after your five-year term. This is how much money you have um, that you have paid towards principal, towards interest. Now let's do my strategy and let's look how much money I can save you. It's jaw-dropping because it's your money. And I want to align your pocket with the money. I, I don't want to align the lending institutions with your money. I want to help you get a mortgage. I want to help you attain your goals and all that. But I think it's important that we streamline the debt to make it affordable for you, but that we actually save you money so that you feel the, the power of what this extra cash can do. Oh, at least yes. I'm making notes here. Some of this is familiar to me, right? But in yes. the in the midst of of making those final decisions, you just go, "Okay, what's easiest?" Boom, and then you know yes. you sit back and go, "Okay, how what? <laughs> how yes. come it feels like I'm not getting ahead here?" These no. little things can make a difference. Totally, and you know, budgeting, putting a plan in place. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't. I'm and nothing against people that budget like with a calculator when they're grocery shopping, but I feel that when you have a really solid plan in place, you don't really maybe have to do that as much, right? And it just, it, it makes you feel better because you feel like you have really done your due diligence and you feel prepared. And that's why, you know, part of, you know, your payment structure, stream, like streamlining your debt, um, because sometimes you get in a situation, especially in today's day and age, when, you know, you have children and they're growing up and they're, you know, post-secondary education and, fuel costs and groceries and life, well, how do we ever feel that we can actually float, that we're not sinking, right? And and I think when, when we, you know, plan ahead, my last point is that we have to stick to a plan. When you stick to the plan, you will get ahead. You won't feel like you're sinking, you know, and you you have to revisit your debt on a regular basis because, you know, often we accrue debt on the side and, and it kind of sits there and it doesn't ever really go away. But it, it's it's kind of annoying, right? Because it kind of gnaws on you and it sits there and it's not really, you feel like you're making your payments, but you don't feel like you're getting ahead quicker, quickly enough, maybe. Um, and when we put a plan in place, I really feel that I can make that feel different. Oh, totally. Feel, feel accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because it can be such a heavy weight on a person yes. to have something on paper in front of you to go, okay, this is what I need to be doing and to yes. be able to celebrate and go, hey, I did it this month. Oh, hey, I did it the next month, right? Totally. Uh, and it's making a difference and it's feeling good. And especially in the, you know, whether people are purchasing their first home and want to get into this market and feel that they're sinking in the rental market or whether... They own an existing home and they're going to get peak dollar because they're going to use these realtors and we're going to get the best bang for a buck on this house. You're also going to have to pay best bang for this house. So how do we do this in a way that you'll feel good about your sale, but you'll equally feel good about your purchase and you'll feel like financially you didn't take it in the chin, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do we do that? We got a plan. We got to put a strategy in place and we have to be educated and you know, a lot of times people don't know it's not really their thing. You know, we often find that, you know, it's 
one partner's thing more than the other partner's. But you know what? This is all easy stuff. It's not rocket science stuff. It's very easy. It's just planning. And it's, uh, you know, in the beginning, it's maybe work to put that plan in place. But then after that, it kind of becomes second nature. And that that's the thing. It's the hard work is sitting down and doing it, getting yes. it all on paper. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then realizing that you can revisit that plan because what you thought, well, you know, I usually spend X amount on groceries. Well, you know, right now, maybe that it needs to be tweaked. Well, you can go back and tweak a plan. You totally can go back and tweak it and adjust it. You know, you know, maybe fuel is, you know, fuels more groceries are more, but maybe what I budgeted for extra, you know, entertainment, maybe I'm not spending as much there. And so we can kind of take from one category, put into another category, tweak those numbers, you know, and there's not a right or a wrong way to do it. You do whatever works for you. Right. And and if you have that plan, I think you're going to feel way more confident with your finances. It feels so good. And, you know, it feels a little like you kind of put the homework in. And the reward is when you, you know, whether your situation is paying out um, side debts and, you know, kind of streamlining that or whether your goal is to, you know, purchase your first home or whether your goal is to upgrade your home. You can do it and you can do it because you planned every two weeks, every year for the last five years. Why can't you do it? You know, it, it's amazing how many people I tell this to that do not execute a plan or do parts of the plan. But I feel that they all have to happen for it to come together for you to see the re- like the rewarding results of what that looks like. This is, I'm like been making notes here, Lisa, and I'm like, hey, I just really got to get on this. And that's the thing all the time. It's like, yes. I need to get on top of this. I need to remember and understand this better. And what you just, all that you just said is so easy yes. <laughs> to do. Yes, it's so easy to do. And that's why, you know, I've tried to really step up my Facebook and my Instagram and do these four-week boot camps every second month and choose a topic that I feel is relevant to what my clients, what their concerns are, what their struggles are, because they're real. Because every we're all the same. We, we all have the same concerns. We all have the same struggles. No one has more or less. You know, it's all in some way relevant to all of us. And I feel it's important to just kind of, you know, put these refreshers and these reminders out there. And if people want to reach out to me, you know, I want to feel that I'm a bit of an open book and I'm prepared to discuss it with them and, you know, help them because I feel that gone are the days where you can just wing it. I think today, the way the market is, the way the housing market is, the way the expense of just living life is, we have to plan ahead. We just do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, we do. And you've provided some great starting points for us. If you want to see what Lisa is doing, just follow her on Facebook and Instagram, and you are going, you're going to be encouraged right away to sit down with a pen and paper and get some plans set out. This is so good. Thank you so much for your time, Lisa. If you want more information, lisagriba.com. She will get you set up. Thank you for this, Lisa. Yes, thank you. Thank you you so much for your time and chatting. And um, I really appreciate it. And I hope that you guys take care.